0: the open source creative podcast episode 30 let's talk about social media this is the open source creative podcast a podcast where i ramble on about creativity process and open source software during my work commute i'm jason van gumster your host and driver oh man you know this would happen on a nice round number like episode 30 my uh my apologies for the lateness on this show, folks. I uh, I got it recorded on time, but... when I, w- I was late on editing. And then I lost the edit. Ch- short version. It appears that the crypto headers on my Surface Pro 3's hard disks somehow got corrupted, and um, I stupidly never backed up those headers. So, now when my passphrase isn't working, I still have absolutely no access to the data on the disk. And, uh... Yeah. But... I have gotten it edited. What you're going to be listening to is the second cut of the show, yay! And what exactly is this show about? Well, we're talking social media today. Specifically, we're talking about the general aversion that a lot of us have, and not just in the open source community, but in the community, creative community as well. Uh, we, we this aversion we have to to social media and and those platforms and. The the issues we have with the with social media networks is real, but we're also hurting ourselves by abstaining from them. So in this episode, I talk about that and I give some tips and techniques on using social media networks so they don't feel like such a horrid chore. Well, certainly less of a chore than wiping and reinstalling your OS. Yeesh. Anyhow, let's get on with it. Oh, we're going to toast marshmallows, are we? Could be. Hi there! Hi there! Hi there! 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 Still working on the intro. Hey everyone! Oh, first off, want to thank everyone for the lots of good feedback I got for last week's episode on on podcasting, as well as a little clarification as to the difference between what normalized does versus what compressor what compressing does when it comes to editing audio i was my my hdr my high dynamic range imaging example that applies to the compressor that's what the compressor is doing is is, it's reducing your dynamic range just tone mapping your audio the normalize actually is is bringing the audio levels to a a base level that's that's what that that's doing Uh, so that's just you know rebasing the audio more or less so Thank you, David McSween, for correcting me on that. I knew that if anybody was going to make sure I didn't I didn't screw up saying that, it'd be you. So thank you so much for that. Now, on to today's topic. By the way, if you hear windshield wipers in the background, that's because it's raining again. Yay! In any case, new thing that's that's as part of last week's episode and some 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 other fun things that happened for me i want to talk a little bit about social media stuff so one of the things i talked about last week is a long nice long twitter conversation about that and that was getting the podcast up on youtube and what spins that and because what it comes down to is that while there's a large portion of the podcast listening audience that you know like me has a podcatcher that subscribes to an RSS feed that pulls the audio down and listens to it that's one segment there's another segment that actually goes to each individual website and listens to the audio right on the website another segment which is I'm currently currently neglecting is the YouTube audience there are a lot of podcasts that they don't have any video I mean the the image is really just the, the the cover image for the podcast but a lot of people will just go to YouTube and play the podcast there the podcast will have a channel and go on that and I'm I'm not currently doing that and to get this show out in as many earballs as possible I should probably do that and the thing is I have all the project files for all the previous episodes all the back episodes I even if I didn't have the project files I I still do um I could just use the mp3s that I'm that I'm producing but I could I actually have the old project files so I can actually sweeten that audio if I want and then clean it up and toss that up on YouTube for for people who listen to podcasts exclusively on, on YouTube, which I forgot that exists, and I should probably take care of that. So that's that's now added to my to-do list. And as I was reviewing my my sort of social media footprint, if you will, I also realized that there's another corner of the web that I've I've been neglecting, and that's Instagram. So now I have an Instagram account. Not much showing on there, but in case you're curious, it's on. It's on. Uh, I'm, I'm at Monster Java Guns, just like Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. Just look for me there and give me a follow. I'll be posting some of my 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 art and daily creative stuff there, and, and periodic other images as I try to figure out exactly <laughs> what I want to do with Instagram. But there's a there's there's a number of animators who who are on Instagram. There's a number of designers who are only on Instagram and they're not on Twitter. They're not on Facebook. They might be on Pinterest. What that got me thinking about. Go back and let it, combine that with the fact that uh, somebody asked me the other day why they noticed I was posting on G on Google Plus because why would you post on Google Plus? It's a, it's you know by by all rights by most people's estimations Google Plus is a ghost town. Unless you're talking about people who are interested in free and open source software, there seems to be a very large contingent of us on Google Plus. So <laughs> there's, there's that. And what I'm, what I'm getting at here, there is a bit of a disconnect. There is a bit of a, as somebody who's interested in free software, as somebody who's, who's interested in privacy and open source and these sorts of things, the, the proliferation of, of, of walled garden social media platforms is is a little disconcerting and, and, and worrying on, on some level. And strangely enough, I used to have a, a Diaspora account years ago, but I don't remember the login for it, so I would have to go look that up. Uh, and I don't have a I don't have a GNU Social interface at all either. And maybe I ought to. Uh, I haven't I haven't explored those pro- nearly enough, probably. But that also depends on. Uh, why you're on social media, right? So the, the, the common reason why most people are on social media is to get in touch with friends, get in touch with people they know, d- those kinds of things. Either either it's, it's catch up with old friends, keep in touch with family, or network with people, right? Those are your three primary reasons. And then the fourth one, which dovetails into networking is is for marketing reasons. And, and I really, I stick networking and marketing sort of in the same boat. And I'll be completely honest here, that's kind of why I'm on any, any social media platform. I, if, if it, I got on social media back in, back in, oh, back in My, MySpace eras, Woo, It's been some time. I But I, I actually got involved with social media as a business decision. Years and years and years and years ago. It was basically, I was running running my own studio, doing my animation thing, and if you're gonna do any sort of marketing, you kinda gotta go where the people are. That meant going on social media, showing work there, building a platform. At that point, and since that point, while I have had websites, they're not sufficient, right? The, the website is a, is a home base, but but social media is, is where you know, where people spend a lot of their free time and that's where your platform, you know, you're, you're, you have a home base and you have your platform around that. And from a, from a marketing standpoint, you gotta, you gotta be on those platforms. We're, and sometimes that's despite how painful or annoying or intrusive some of the social media sites are. You know, Facebook gets, gets the biggest, the biggest bad rap on that one, right? because also the biggest social network, but it, how, on the levels to which it intrudes on your privacy, but for those of us have, who have been on the internet since the dark ages, <laughs> I've I've been on the internet for a long time. All right, and it should go without saying if, if, for anybody, but especially people who've been on the internet for 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 any measurable amount of time, anything you put online is a mat- you have to treat it as if it's a matter of public record. And not just a matter of public record, like a giant megaphone screaming it out on the side of the road with a billboard that's echoing everything that's coming out of the megaphone. That's thats the way you have to expect social media to work, right? And that means you, and so for people who have been online for a long time, they've been on, on the old bulletin board systems who've, who are on forums or are still on forums, there's a concept of shaping your web persona, right? You want because, and that's that's something that's a skill everybody is going to have to learn. A lot of people who've been online for a long time have already gotten that one down. I've been on for a while. And I I like to think that I'm I'm pretty good at, at that. I show the world on, and again, this it's it sounds like cynical, and, and perhaps it is, but I show the world the me on the me that that. That I, I kind of want to portray, especially even even when I do when I do dumb shit and I announce to the world, Jason just did dumb shit. That's a side of me that I want to portray to the rest of the world. I'm not being I'm not being disingenuous. I'm I'm showing a facet of me that that, that I want the world to see. It's it's no different than people posting, you know, just their vacation photographs on on. Twitter and Facebook and whatnot and you go there and you see all these happy smiling faces and you get the impression that they're always having a great time well that's that's not true I mean that might have been you know they're they're on that vacation and for 75% of it they had diarrhea right I mean that's a that's a very crude example but you get my point is that they only showed the photographs of them not sitting on the toilet and and there's nothing wrong with that and I almost I would I would go so far as to say that that is a a, a core requirement of not just being on social media, but being online. And so I have problems in general with privacy issues. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about privacy issues when it comes to the web and, and the intrusion on, on, on privacy from, from social media platforms. But being somebody who's been online for, for as long as I have, I also have, I feel, developed tricks for getting these social media networks to producing the algorithms more or less if there's a better way there's there's not really a better way to to put it I don't um when I'm on social media websites you know when I post stuff I post stuff that that I'm interested in and I post stuff that and I and I follow things that I'm interested in which is a natural course but I also don't put out Extraneous or superfluous stuff. Yeah, you might know that I have a kid, two kids. <laughs> you might know that through social media. You might know that I live in Atlanta. You might know that that uh, you might even know where I work, as far as like what company I work for, because I post that sort of information. But I that's that's information that you you look for and you have to find. But it's not necessarily something that. That I'm talking about every time. You don't see a lot of photographs of my kids on my Facebook page, for instance. You don't see, you know, a photograph of my house on 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 Twitter. You won't see one on Instagram of that either, right? I don't use location tagging on any of the photographs that I put up because I don't I don't want to include that information on there, right? So I, and then on top of that, I don't get. I actually I, I get. It relative to what I understand other people getting I have no real interest at least not on not not on social media on social media I have absolutely zero interest in in politics I could talk about it offline all day probably shouldn't but I could <laughs> but on social media that's not something that I'm one I'm not there for that and 2 the level of rhetoric and in, in, in whatnot has gotten to a level that it's it's pitched so feverishly that you're not going to get anything worthwhile out of it anyway, unless you really are interested in getting your blood pressure up. So that's not something I'm, in, I'm interested in seeing at all. But by virtue of what I post and by virtue of the things that I follow and the groups that I like, the the so for instance, for the Facebook groups that I'm in, that actually juices Facebook's algorithm so that I see more of that content in my feed and I see less of the bullshit I don't want to see and so I think that's that's the skill I when it comes to 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 privacy and social media and 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 the web there there's there are lines that that controls that we can put in ourselves and when when Companies like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, well, Instagram's part of Facebook, but uh, Pinterest and, and whatnot. When when they when they, they overstep those bounds, the right and good thing to do is to call them on it and try to get them to reverse it. But there are some things that are, I mean, quite frankly, they're just they're they're out of the bag, right? So when you go to a website, because of the way the advertising advertising works and, the, and tracking pixels on. On face, on Facebook and Twitter and, and all these social media platforms, because of the way the, the marketing systems work on there, if you're not actively using an ad block system, then whatever you see on these other sites, you will see ads for them on Facebook. And if you don't want that to happen, you need to use, you need to actively use some sort of ad block, right? Because that that's a form of tracking that maybe you feel oversteps your bound, oversteps the bounds of of your personal. That gets in it's it's sort of like walking down the street and and that old thing about having your own personal bubble right don't don't step in my bubble right you don't you don't want you don't have strangers aren't supposed to touch you on the shoulder touch you on the face touch you on the anything right they're they're they're, they're intruding on your bubble and that's for me at least tracking pixels and, and and whatnot from a marketing standpoint that intrudes on my bubble and i will actively block that shit by the same virtue amazon amazon's like the 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 unspoken social network and search engine, right? You go on Amazon and every little thing you, your account, if you have an Amazon account, and unless you actively log out from it, everything that you do on Amazon is tracked. What you search for, what you look at, what you click on, all of those things are tracked so that the next time they send you an email or the next time that you, you're you on the site, they can better guide you to whatever they think it is you're interested in. Problem is, sometimes you just go on there because you're following a link to something and all of a sudden, you know, you've got links to washers and dryers and I'm not gonna buy a washer or a dryer on, on Amazon. I'm not gonna do it. So I don't want to have that working on my, my, my search results. So I will go on Amazon in incognito mode or, or private browsing mode, depending on the browser you're using. I'll go on Amazon completely divested from my personal account, so that to, to, if I'm researching uh, another book or if I'm researching uh, a, a topic or if I'm, if I'm just trying to figure out how search algorithms work on it, I'll do that from, from incognito in mode because I don't necessarily want that to influence the, the advertising and search results say like it. I used to get a lot of, like I would go on Amazon and I would check the comments for for Blender for Dummies and Gimp Bible, I would read the comments for them. And every now and again, I would reply, but I typically don't, but I would read, I, if there were new comments, I would check them out. Well, by me going on Amazon and checking out the comments for my own book, I would get emails from Amazon saying, hey, we saw that you were you were looking at Blender for dummies. We think you should purchase it. Here's a link to the where it is on our website. Kind of completely disregarding the fact that I actually wrote the damn thing. <laughs> so, when I'm doing that kind of thing now, I actually hide the tracking information so that the, so that Amazon doesn't do that stuff to me. That's that's sort of my my inroad to that. And so, I guess what I'm what I'm what I'm getting at here is that you have two choices when it when it comes to approaching Social media, from a, from a perspective of ethics, and if you're not comfortable with with a particular platform and, and how it handles things, for instance, I find that there there, there are things about each social media platform that that grate on me. Some of it's from a privacy and and open source software kind of standpoint. Some of it is just because it's malicious design. For instance, uh, the 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 fact that as you, if you, if you go on Pinterest and you don't have an account. The more you use it, the more they, they they have they have they block the screen with a "you should have a Pinterest account" thing, and that is gratingly annoying. Or to a lesser degree, Instagram's insistence that you only access that you all your primary access through Instagram is through a phone is also really annoying and stupid to me. But those are those are some of the things that that, that come with the platform, and some of them are tolerable, and some of them are not. And so, when getting back to your, your kind of your your choices when it comes to social media. One is to not participate. Don't have a Facebook account. Don't have a Twitter account. Don't have an Instagram account. Don't have a Google Plus account. Don't have any of these accounts because you basically want to be you, you value your privacy that much and you and you want to be a ghost on these platforms. Or you want to be non existent on these platforms. Which on the upside they're not if they don't know you exist, they can't track you. So yay for success there but that 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 solves that sort of feeds the the open source need the free software need right but as a creative as a as an artist as somebody who is marketing themselves in the creative fields and they want you want people to see your portfolio you want people to to hear the audio that you produce you want people to to, to experience those sorts of things. Well, GitHub is the same sort of thing. GitHub is, is a coding platform, but it's also a social, ne- social network and it's, it's where people will post their portfolio of code, right, it's the same sort of thing. If that platform doesn't know you exist and the people, then the people on that platform don't know you exist. So if you're looking to market yourself to, whether you're freelancing or or getting a job for a larger company, this goes back a couple episodes to that topic. What if if you're if you are non existent on any of these social media platforms, then you're a lot harder to find and is making a lot making getting that kind of work much more difficult to you. We're already, as open source creators, we're already in a minority, right? We're in a world filled with closed software, closed source tools. That's they're they're all over the place, right? and the and the users of those tools are all over the place those of us that prefer to use free and open source tools for our work we're already in the minority we're not going to do ourselves any favor by also not being on any of the major social networks because that only hurts us yay we we you know it's 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 the the equivalent of of being a hermit right you're, you're 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 a social media hermit you yay no one can bother you or no one can can, can intrude on your privacy but also that means nobody that you're interested in is going to ever find you and that's that that's sort of the quandary you 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 run into and so for me i mean i in 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 the free and open source software world, i know a lot of people who are they are only on Google Plus or they are only on GNU Social or they're only on Twitter. And some of those are fine because some of those are are like you know you 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 go where you're most comfortable but at the same time if you're if you're interested in getting your work in in front of eyeballs classic again it's 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 painful and it's annoying but classic marketing right you go where the people are. The thing is that you tailor your message for that platform, just like you would do it anywhere else online. You let the world on... And actually, you know, this is kind of not just online. This is how you carry yourself in public as well, right? You're walking down the street. You're walking... Maybe you're, you're, you're sitting on a bus or something. You don't always have to be walking, but you're, you're out in public and you 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 never know who you're going to run into. So you you should, and, you know, the, the, the proper advice is to always kind of carry yourself with an air of professionalism, right? That's or as least as as professional as 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 you want people to think you are, right? I curse like a sailor, not super frequently. It's not every other word, but I will I will let various and sundry curse words leave my face, <laughs> and and I like to try and do it in an interesting way, so that that's that's part of my persona, I think. But. That's, that's the level of professionalism that I want to put forward so that, you know, if, if, if people are going to interact with me on a professional level, they might know that I might drop an F-bomb here and there. Uh, you know, maybe I will, maybe I won't, but it really depends on the severity of whatever it is I'm talking about and the passion that I have about the topic. That's, but I have very specifically structured the way that I, I, I carry myself in public and on social media so that people kind of know what they're getting, they're getting into and know what they're getting involved with. But I don't. I don't put up stuff that that I'm not interested in. In the rest of the world, knowing or or being involved with. And again, the side benefit of that is that it, it benefits what I what shows up in my feed on these platforms. So that when I'm on them, it's not it's not an excruciating chore to see, you know. I get a lot of like posts on 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 stuff that I'm interested in. Be it so open source software, be it animation, be it other crazy nerdy stuff. Um, lots of art. Those are the sort of things that, that I'm interested in. That's what, and because of the the interactions that I make that I make that I that I actively make on social media, and those active decisions that I make about who I interact with and what I what I do. That benefits how how it feeds to me and yeah facebook and twitter and 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 google plus and then or google in general are 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 getting some data about me right but it's 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 the data that i want to share it's the data that i know and i think that yeah it's harder it's way easier just to abstain right just well i'm not going to do it i'm i you know to, to to stay out of out of a social media platform, or, or stay out of social interactions in general. It's way easier to not do something on that front, but the benefits of that there are consequences for doing that. So behaviorally, it's easy, but but in the big scheme of things, it makes things harder for you. And that's that's sort of what I'm what I'm getting at is that if you're a creative person and and you need if you're a creative person that is you know doing this on a, on a professional level at least you want your you want your work in front of eyeballs whether whether you're making music whether you're doing visual art whether you're writing whatever whatever medium you're working in you want that in front of eyeballs and if you're going to have to get in front of eyeballs you're going to have to be at least marketing and be, per, be personable be a person but you also have to be a person where people can find you and so that that's my sort of my angle on it is is yeah the the social media networks can can be a a horrid encroaching on privacy but you control that line and that's what I that, I think that's going to be my my last little bit here is that you control you ultimately are the one who are control or who are in control of what the social media networks and what the people on those social media networks think of you and maybe I'm a little weird because I've been doing this not just online but I, I do this sort of thing in in meat space as well when when I was this still happens in a lot of places but when I was in in in, in college in university when, when I was going to school there, and that I had four names and four separate groups of people for that, that I interacted with I when I was talking to people that knew me from from high school they would refer to me as one name if i was talking to people that i know from from kung fu training they would know me by another name if i knew people from from art school and engineering school they would know me by yet another name and then my family would know me by the name that they gave me right so i had four different names for four different audiences and sometimes those audiences interacted and you'd have interesting, th- interesting things happen when worlds collide and you find out that three people are having conversations about you and they're all using different names and they don't realize they're all talking about the same person. That sort of thing gets a little bit interesting and funny. What I'm saying there is, is that, yeah. so maybe maybe I'm a little bit weird and, and it was easier for me to, to pull that into the social media world and, and, and take what I do in MeetSpace and use it in, in digital space. But it's not impossible for anybody else to do, and it's not necessarily a bad practice. And like I said at the beginning of this, it's not disingenuous. I'm not advocating being somebody who you aren't, right? That's that's not what I'm doing, uh, and I, I certainly don't believe that I'm 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 putting on a a show of of a person that I'm not. I'm I'm if anything I'm I'm showing what fits that audience more. For instance, on Google+, I'll post a lot more random things related to technology and open source and stuff like that. I'll post that on, on Google+, that won't show up necessarily on Twitter or on Facebook. On Facebook, I have a, you know, we have the Daily Creative Group. I'll post a lot of, crea- like, the daily creative stuff that I'm working on, be it writing or woodwork or or Animation. I'll post that in that group, but that doesn't go anywhere else. That doesn't doesn't show up on Twitter. Doesn't show up on Google+. It maybe maybe it's something I put on Instagram in the future. I don't know. I have to I have to think about that. And on Twitter, I you know I'm, I I tend to be a little bit more random. I'll throw I'll do more retweeting. I'll do more sharing of other stuff and 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 those sort of things. I tend to be treat that more as a chat room, right? And none of those are are fake versions of me, but they're versions of me that are best suited to those conversational media. And I think that's, that's the training that we all need to put ourselves through, because I, social media is not going away. The web isn't going away outside of having a giant EMP blast that knocks out all and everything, and then we're fucked on a whole different level. So, so let's not think about that. Just assume for the time being that social media may change, and the web may change in the future but they're not going away because we're social creatures these are and these are systems put in place to facilitate that and of course to to profit off it obviously because that's what they want to do but again this takes this is the cynical part of it you can also profit from it by 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 doing some of these things that i'm talking about rather than abstaining so i think that's that's pretty much my piece coming into my commute and I uh, hope to see the rest of you on social media. All right. Time to get to work. And there we go. That's the show. Where are you on this topic? Are you off social media entirely? Or are you on all the platforms everywhere? Are you not worried about privacy issues? Or are you way more paranoid than even I am? I want to know, so please let me know. And how do you do that? Well... You can make a comment on that on the podcast section of my website that's monsterjavaguns.com/podcast or you can track me down. I'm Jason Van Gumster. I'm on most of your favorite social media sites including Instagram. Now just look for Monster Java Guns or my name and you can tell me what you think there. I also have an email newsletter. It's a plain text light traffic thing that goes out about once a month where you can get an early in on knowing anything that I'm up to. You can subscribe to that on the sidebar of my site. All right, there we go. Time for you to get to work. See you next week.